Hello there, and welcome to a cheeky live of the Pretty Bubbles podcast. Um, as you can see, I'm with Matt and Jay. How are you doing, boys? Yeah, not bad. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. A little bit nervous. Uh, I am. Mm. I, I'm the same. A little bit nervous, but I'm actually quite confident for once. That's um, that's dangerous. Yeah, I'm not. It I'm is not dangerous. Not. But um, obviously, obviously, we, we will talk about tonight mainly in the episode the, the second leg of the Europa League. <laughs> final um uh, in frankfurt this this obviously we'll get we'll do handles first otherwise i get moaned out so i'm gonna pass it up to you matt and then we'll discuss the last the first leg and arsenal in a very quick hit why is it always me that does the handles why not jamie you just sound so good doing it mate yeah you do fair enough in that case uh you can find us on all social medias like us on facebook pretty bubbles podcast follow us on twitter at bubbles underscore podcast uh, on Instagram at pretty underscore bubbles underscore podcast, and of course, like and subscribe on YouTube. Hit that notification bell so you know whenever we go live, like on the rare occasions we do right now. Uh, and you can also find us individually on Twitter as well. You'll find our handles on our pretty bubbles podcast and uh, Twitter. So get involved in the chat with us, obviously, wherever you're feeling, and we'll be tweeting out throughout the game tonight, I'm sure. Um, probably me with my absolutely horrendous opinions. But, but better than James's opinions, even though he's not here. So, well, I mean, you can say that while he's not here, so it's fine. <laughs> I can, and I'm sure I'll get pulled up for that on a group chat once he listens. Be fair, at least he listens. Ah, uh, I'm too busy to listen. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> right. Um, it's been a couple of tough weeks as West Ham fans. I'm not as tough as it has been in previous years, but we see a late loss to Chelsea, uh, which we didn't deserve. Obviously, the loss to Frankfurt at home and then a loss to Arsenal, um, all within a week of each other. Tough fixtures as well. I'm not going to bother talking too much about Chelsea. Um, just too, too long ago. But let's, let's go and talk about Frankfurt last week. Um, losing 2-1 at home couldn't have got us to a worse start um, than what it did. Um, Joe, I'll come to you first, Jay, because me and Matt did actually watch it together. Um, what, was it, what was it like up there? What was the atmosphere like? How did you think we played? Obviously, being at the ground, everyone was so buzzing pre-game. Like you could tell, the atmosphere was like very good pre-game. But the, the problem is, when you concede within a minute, everything just gets drained. All the energy, your positive energy, is gone. And yeah, we get back into the game, but it never felt like it picked up. I felt like. So you get so excited, you get so excited, and as you can see within a minute, it's so crap. Like every stand, everyone was standing up, and then everyone kind of dropped. Yeah, we didn't play brilliantly, I think, against Frankfurt, which probably didn't help. But no means I didn't think we deserved to lose. Like there's some players that I think I could single out as having really bad games, but it just weren't great. Like I do think they're beatable. But they're a very well-drilled team. They counter incredibly well. Counter-attack, they play with such pace, such speed, and with numbers. They always felt like they had an extra man when they counter-attacked. They're a good side. It's just I think they can be exploited. And I'm not sure. The thing, if we were drawing, I'd feel really confident because they would have to be on the front foot. But where they will probably be, they're going to the second leg leading, are we going to have to be on the front foot again? And is that going to play into their hands? But yeah, the atmosphere, 
wasn't the best, but when you can see within the first minute, I'm putting it down to that, and that's the main reason, not because the fans were terrible. Agree with that, Matt? Yeah, I think when you get something like that, it really sucks the energy out of the stadium, um, and you can you can feel it straight away, even like through watching it on TV. It just deflates everyone. I think they, like Jamie says, they can be gotten at. There's no reason that we can't get something off of them uh, in this second leg. Um, it's it's going to be difficult, like he says. They can afford to sit back a little bit more and hit us on that counter, which does work really well. They played on Monday night, but only played two of the same starting eleven that they played um, last week. So their players will be fresher probably than ours. Um, and one of them was had, a goalkeeper too. So yeah, exactly. So I mean. We had a few more players that played in both games. Good, obviously, to have Zuma and Dawson back together. Um, I feel like that's a, that's a massive help. But I feel like if we concede, I think it's probably over. Um, I don't know if that's too big to say tonight. But overall from last week, obviously hitting the woodwork three times um, was massive. Bowen, I think, should do better with his first one. Uh, it does take a little nick off the keeper's foot, but I don't think you can be giving him a chance in those one-on-one situations. Uh, the overhead kick, though, I mean, if that goes in, we're talking about, like, even given the scenario, the 90th minute of a Europa League semi-final, that's probably a push-gas contender if that goes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the other thing that hurts, if it doesn't hit traps back, it probably falls to Suchek or Antonio. And it goes or in. It could have, or it could have gone in off his back. Just yeah. anything. It just luck wasn't out on our side at that point. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I agree pretty much with everything that's said. Um, I didn't think they were very good. Uh, yeah, they counter well. They, they're, they're very similar to how we play. We're pretty solid counter pace power. The the lad up front, I can't remember his name, looked very good. Um, Colombian. Uh, no, Maori. Yeah, I think uh was it the Japanese lad? Yeah, I know who you're on about. Yeah. Oh um Shinji Kagawa spoof, what's his name? Uh Kamada. Yeah, uh, Kamada. Kamada. I, thought, I thought he was probably their best player uh, for me uh, watching the game. Um and he looked dangerous and he just run run our run our players ragged up there and it, it was uh, if, if <laughs> it wouldn't surprise I wouldn't be too ter- too upset if we even looked at him. Uh, to add to add to what we've got in um, this next season, and there's a couple of players that we've played this year. Especially the Leon guy, the left winger for Leon, again, be quite happy seeing him play for us as well. Um, but we were we were not good for what for what we can be. We were okay, but as we said, you can't concede after 49 seconds of a Europa League final, mm-hmm. and then really think you're going to dominate a game of football. Um, however, saying that, luck was not on our side. And if it goes that way again, if if we can bounce back, which we've shown, Moyes has shown, and we said it the other week on the podcast, it's very rarely that Moyes has one or two bad games and don't bounce back. Yeah, I think it was one of them. Yeah, we didn't play great, but ultimately, if we drew that game, no one would have walked away and gone West Ham deserved to, like didn't deserve it. Like XG stats, I, I looked at them on the day, and like two point five nine to Frankfurt's one point five three tells you it. Like we had chances, because hundred percent. That's why they're gettable. They're, they're so gettable. But if that was, if we played like that and that was a better team, say we played like that and that was a Leipzig, or a Seville, like in the first leg, it, it would it would probably be a completely different story, because um, we were just I'd, not West Ham that we know we can be. 
I had a disagreement with my mate on the night. That doesn't I thought sound like you. Still me down. <laughs> I thought Four Nails was a donkey. I thought Four Nails was useless in the first leg. I thought he was terrible. First first half, I thought he got by, he was fine, but he was at fault for the first goal. The second half, when he was in more advanced role, he just weren't linking up play that well. And I'll be honest, I think his form's been pretty poor recently. And my point, he then was like, Bowen weren't that great. And I was like, Bowen wasn't. But at least Bowen, when he's not having a great game, still hit the woodwork twice. He still felt like Bowen can create something out of nothing. That's where I was stood, in the opinion. Right now... Um, I don't disagree with you. I, I was surprised it was Lanzini brought off instead of four now. Yeah. I was, I was surprised. Because Lanzini... He also offers getting the ball a bit deeper off Rice and Zucic, which also gives one of them two a bit more license to break forward. Where Fornell is a complete attacking midfielder. Um, all right, you're looking for a goal, but at the same time, you've got Rice is your best player. Whatever you do, whatever you can do to get Rice in the game, you've got to do it. And I thought Rice was phenomenal again last week. He's just, he just, he just like we've said about this so often throughout this season. The way he drives the ball forward now, like I would put, like he, I would like, I will have to look up the stats at some point to back up what I'm saying because I could be changed shit. But just from watching him, it feels like his take ons are so successful in terms of getting past his man with the ball at his feet. It just feels like I would probably back him on above anyone on our team, maybe Bowen, to be able to beat his man for pace and get like his, his ability to get to the byline when he does get the ball central drags it out towards the edge of the box things like that the way he just ghosts past defenders at points he makes it look easy deceptively quick i've got a stat here so i'm on uh football reference uh from rice i think this might just be premier league or in the last 365 days he averages 7.03 progressive carries per game that is 94 percent percentile that is incredible so he's in the top 6% of foot players in the world at progressive and the ball forward with carries. Dribbles completed, 77% percentile. Interceptions, 94% percentile. Like, he's, yeah, he's he's carrying forwards. He's, he's incredible. Like, if you're in any sort of range. That carrying that carrying the ball forward hasn't, hasn't been a detriment to his defensive abilities either. No. Nope. His He's, engine is just unreal. He goes and yeah. goes. He yeah. might now, if he was at a Liverpool or a City doing this, he'd be regarded as the best defence midfielder in the world. 100%. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I was looking up, um, I don't know why I was looking this up earlier. Uh, I was looking up the odds for PFA Player of the Year and he is, the like, other than Liverpool and City players, the only, like the only player that's above him in the odds is Harry Kane, who's I think thirty three to one. And how's then Harry, how's got, Harry Kane up now? Uh, he scores a lot of goals and has some assists, and he's and he's English, and everyone loves him. But yeah, so he's thirty three to one. Rice and Bowen actually are both sixty six to one, and everyone else in that gap is Liverpool or City players. Mad. It it it, it does show just how good he's been. That that he's above. All Chelsea players. Do you know what I mean? I'll, I'll speak to you in a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah no. Go on, Jamie. Yeah, he's come on. 
he's he'd be incredible. And I know it's moving on from the Frankfurt game, but I think even like I know he hasn't been fantastic this season, but I just think having someone like Suchek alongside him in the last year and a half too has meant that I think he's improved. And I don't think now I had this argument. I was like, if you're signing Declan Rice to be a holding midfielder for your team, you're going to overpay for him because he's not a holding midfielder anymore. He's so much more than that. He's so much better than that. He is a number eight. He he carries the ball forward. He's defensive. If Manu brought him in to literally just play as a defensive wall and be Claude McAuley, he isn't that anymore. He's more progressive than that. You've got to let him be more progressive and let... I'll be honest, if you play Fred next to him, I think that's fine because you're letting Rice do what he wants. But if you put him with Scott McTonamy, I, I don't think it works. It's more you've got to let Rice be the progressor still because that's what he's really good at and has really stepped his game up. This is a worry, really, if, if you take this on another level with Rice, it's probably a bit of a worry with England mm. because, as you said, he's such a progressive midfielder now. What Gareth's wanted him to do in the last sort of couple of years is be that wall. Um, even with Calvin Phillips there, they've both sort of been been that wall sort of. If if things go the way we think they're gonna and Jude Bellingham is, in my opinion, the best player to play with Rice, Bellingham is that progressive midfielder where Rice will be the sitter. Could, that could become detrimental at Rice. All right, he's still the best holding midfielder England have got. But I think if you take that out of his game for England, England could lose a big, a big thing there. Because if you put both of them together and let them both play their football, you could have two of the best midfielders in the world playing for England right now. Yeah, yeah. Probably the problem England have got is you look back at like international success stories, whether it's Spain, uh, France in the last World Cup. If you're going deep and winning tournaments, you need someone in that role that is going to sit. Um, Back, back to when it was the Makalele role. Like, he was the first person that really did it in, in the Spain team. They had Busquets doing it quite a lot. Um, France last time had Kante. Like, you've got someone that's more defensively minded. So, if England want to go deep in tournaments, they need someone to do that role. And at the moment, Rice is best suited to it because he's our best defensive-minded midfielder. But Rice and Phillips know... work. Yeah, they, they work in the two because they get up and down. But I still think in an ideal world, you'd have one more sitting with Rice as your box-to-box and then because he can still get back in and do that defensive work and then you've got three creative players behind Harry Kane. That's, that's why him and Suchet works work so well. And I'm, I've read so much on Twitter the last two weeks. Got to sell Suchet. Rubbish. Not good enough West Ham. Whoever's, whoever's saying like that, give your head a wobble. Just absolutely ridiculous. It's been it's, on and off this season as well, that sort of mentality of Suchet. And then, like, the last time it really came to the fore and then he scored the goal against Sevilla in the second leg and then this everyone is, forgets about it. The other thing we've said in Suchek and why it won't happen is, say you sell Suchek, Rice, I think we think staying, and I've made that obvious, but it's not impossible. You potentially could be re- losing your three main midfielders in Rice, Noble, Suchek, and if you're trying to replace three centre midfielders and have the same gel come August next year, you're a fucking idiot. It's not going to work. Are you forgetting about Alex Crowell as well? Okay, four midfielders. But yeah. <laughs> so, like, unless you get a ridiculous offer for Suchek, like 50 mil plus, you don't let him go. Like, 
if you get it offered feel 50 mil, yeah, you're stupid not to take it. But gelling that midfield together next year, we're going to have to sign a central midfielder to be back up to them. Unless they bring back Connor Coventry, the rumours, Josh Cullen. Yeah. You can't not have them one or both of them stay. But, yeah, Suchek has been an enabler for Rice. Yeah, his game has dropped off, but still the argument is, are we a better team now than we was last year with how they, the dynamic is? And, mm. But I'll be honest, I just think as a moment, as a team, we're struggling. And I think that more comes from the lack of investment up top. I did actually have a question for you, Zlot. Um, Ooh, interesting. In the last 15 games of the season, so since game week 19, <coughs> where do you think West Ham would be in the table if just last 15 game weeks? 15. You go? Yeah, I'd say not not much higher than that. Um, I'll say... Oh, there you go. I was going to say 14 just to go one above Daryl, but... But on goals scored, we'd be 15th in the league. Only five teams have scored less goals than us in that time. That What's that offensive record like in that time, though? Uh, the 11th or 10th. So our defensive record's mid-table. A lot like of that the only one centre-half or injuries and... Hmm. Do you know what I mean? And to be fair, it is quite tight. Like, Villa have conceded one less goal than us. Burnley have conceded the same. Burnley, uh, Wolves have conceded one less goal. Like, Arsenal conceded one less. So, it's pretty tight in terms of... But the goals scored, like, it's pretty poor. 16 goals scored in 15 games. That's not good. That's, that no, is... It's, it's kind of, it's, uh, but it's also not surprising. It's coincided with Antonio dropping off form, obviously, which is always going to happen at some point throughout the season. Bowen's injury, which obviously t- hit us quite hard as well. And they're our two best players this season. Well, I'll ask you this one. Goal scoring. Out of those 16 goals, how many's Bowen got? I can probably find out for you, mate. And he missed, what, five games? Something yeah. like that. Because if you go back on it, right, you can name a few of them. Dawson got, Dawson's got one. Suchek's got one. I think Rice might have a couple. I don't remember. These are Premier League games, mate, so. Oh, really? I don't remember. Um... So, are we seeing since game week 19, Jay? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so since uh, then, after Bowen Palace, got two right? against after Palace, right? So he got two against Norwich, one against Leeds, one against Watford, one against Leicester, one against Everton, and one against Arsenal. So to do eight out of sixteen, yeah. And he missed five games potentially out of sixteen. So he got eight. He's got eight goals potentially out of eleven games, Jeez. which is ridiculous form. And we know he's in ridiculous form. He keeps he keeps he keep scoring goals. Just shows. Oh, and, and he got, did you count Arsenal? Yeah, yeah that includes Arsenal. Yeah. Right. You look at that and go, that's incredible form by, by him. But how bad has everyone else been in front of goal? Antonio in the Premier League is atrocious. Mate, I thought he was useless against Frankfurt as well, to be honest. Yeah, he weren't great. But then I, I have to give him credit for how he's turned legs, legs round. Like the second leg in Lyon, I thought he was phenomenal. The second leg in Seville, I thought he was very good as well. So I'll... Judge him on last week on Harry Place tonight. I think just just to say, actually, he only actually missed two games. Um, Is it two? Villa at home and Spurs away. He came off in the Liverpool game after fifty three, 
missed the next two, and then in the Everton game played 70. So, uh, and then 90 against Brentford and Burnley, only got a, like 20 minutes or so against Chelsea. It's not good. Yeah. It's And it has been while we've dropped off. But don't get me wrong, we're probably still going to get Europe because Wolves have been poor recently and their last four games are tough. They so, are on the beach. Hmm. Well, they've, they're three points behind us, but their goal difference is weaker. And their last four games are Chelsea, Chelsea City, Norwich. Norwich, Liverpool. Yeah. So there's probably two losses. They need to get four points just to get above us. We've got two of the same fixtures, haven't we? Chelsea we've got to play Norwich. Norwich. Mm. If we beat and Norwich... So Chelsea and City we've got. Mm. No, we ain't got Chelsea. Norwich and City, sorry. Yeah, we've got, got there Norwich. Now. Well done. Yeah, we've yeah. got Norwich, City <laughs> and Brighton. Brighton. Are they our last three? Yeah, Norwich, yeah. City, Brighton. We get three points, we guarantee seventh. And ultimately, it's this whole thing, perspective. If you'd said seventh at the start of the season in the Europa League semi-final, I'd have beaten your hand off. 100%. I was giving it that we're going to have a really poor season in the Premier League. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because, I thought Because how hard Thursday night football is playing Sundays. And that has shown that mm. it is hard. But our form other than that for that start of the season was phenomenal. Mm. Yeah. So, and we're going to get seventh. Like, if we don't get seventh now, something's gone wrong. Like, I'll, I'll really... finish eighth, mate. We're going to win the Europa League. Champions League football next year. <laughs> Believe, but... Jay. Champions League. Uh, Should we yeah. go on to that then? Should we, we go on to that? We could be playing Champions League. We're two games away from Champions League football next year. Yeah, we are. You're a lot more hopeful than I am, but we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about my hope in a minute because uh, history does sometimes repeat itself. So uh, we will talk about my hope. Um, my one last player I want to talk about who's I thought I think he's had a fantastic season actually, Ben Johnson. But I thought last Thursday he was really bad. Mm-hmm. Right, he struggled. Great. Yeah, and Kufal, uh, and the, the counterpoint to that, the bit I did see, and I didn't see a lot of the Arsenal game because of um, personal reasons, I thought Kufal played quite well. He, he was all right. He wasn't bad. He wasn't the issue at all. Um, I imagine he starts tonight. I'm just going to look at just uh, Ben Johnson and Vladimir Kufal's like, Attacking stats percentile. So give me a moment if I don't talk. I'm just trying to see how they rack up against other defenders. Am I back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're back. You, we, uh, we heard you the whole time. You just went a little bit frozen. Okay. I used two drop dropped out completely. I didn't see him. All right, fair enough. But not, no, not no I think Johnson struggled. But again, like they've got Kostic coming down that left hand side. Probably they're other than Kamada, but Kamada was sort of over on that left hand side as well, uh, just sort of on the inside of him. And them two coming at you for 90 minutes is obviously going to be difficult for anyone, let alone a youngster in a European semi-final. Like, it's a lot to take on, which is why I sort of think we'll probably go with Soufal tonight. A little bit more experience, a little bit more nous. I agree with that. And the only problem with that is putting uh, Soufal down. You you lose a little bit of pace because Dawson plays on the right of the two as well with Soufal. As you say, Costa and Kamada both both play with a lot of pace and it could be it could co- cause us a few problems then i do think she fails the better defender right now uh okay so passes attempted um when Sufau's on the pitch he he's a lot more in the game generally um progressive passes completed um johnson 3.55 puts him at 47 percentile 
John uh, Sufau, 4.15, 70th percentile. So Sufau's a lot better on the ball going forward. Other stuff, dribbles completed. Neither of them are really good at it, but Sufau's slightly better. Like touches attempted in the penalty box, Sufau is a lot better. So Sufau generally is a better, more progressive attacker. I'm just looking at the defensive stats though. Sufau, um, Sufau's 80th and 77th clearance in aerial draws, but then so is Johnson. He's top. So right now, I think it's obvious who should be playing. Right, I'm just checking it all out. Yeah, Ryan Fredericks. If you look at stats, <laughs> like yes, but if you look at just um, how you, how we've seen him play this year, Kufau's had a massive drop off from where he was last year. Which mm. I you've got to put you've got to put that on a hernia injury, which he's apparently he's had for most of the season. He also played pretty much every minute of last season, plus the Euros. Plus he plays when he plays for Czech Republic. It's the same. You can put. Zutik in the same bracket here, and I was going to with what we were talking about earlier on they play every minute for every team they play for so you can understand why they drop off a bit because they're absolutely shattered mm. you know what I mean and you, you, I think you'll see obviously all, all the players right now are fucked we know that once it, once the season comes, comes to an end and they get that break and they can actually have a summer and even more so when the two when when they go off to the World Cup, the two Czech boys can have another month off mid season. Mm. Right. You keep old Liam and you and you keep them rested. You've got two good players for next year. Do you know what I mean? And for people that are saying get rid of Sutek, as I said, just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So anything else you want to talk about before we talk about tonight? Let's get to it. Let's get to it. We are we breaking or are we just going straight in? Let's go through. Straight in. Right. Um, so, second leg tonight at Frankfurt. We are 2-1 down, as we've already discussed. Um, nerve, nervous? Getting more nervous as, as we go along, yeah? I've had a couple of nervous poos. I've had a couple of nervous poos, actually. <laughs> I'll probably be nervous soon. Like, I think I just haven't comprehended it yet. And I'm just trying right, to be... As soon as you log off work, that's when it will hit you. Oh, half five, I'm straight down to Boozer. <laughs> I need to get down. <laughs> oh, mate, I wish I was going to the pub. You've got bigger priorities at the moment. I have, I have got bigger priorities, but ah, oh, it's it's going to be hard knowing that people are at the pub, and especially if we get a result like that, the atmosphere is going to be out of hand, mm. absolutely out of hand. Um, do, it's 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 going to be like um, the one thing that gives me hope is Frankfurt's home form. So if you look back at their last ten home games in all competitions, they've won one drawn um, five and lost four. So that gives you a little bit of hope. They've lost to Arminia Bielefeld, Wolfsburg, Bayern Munich uh, and Freiburg in that time. And then they've drawn with Hoffenheim, Barcelona, uh, Nuremberg and Real Betis. The only team they've beaten in that time is Bochum, 2-1 back in mid-March. So... Like their home form is nowhere near as good as their away form. But also, they're really not getting turned over much. Like Their defeats have all been by one or two goals. So, And they've been scoring in most home games. So they've only mm. drawn a blank like once or twice. So it feels like we're going to have to go out there and score at least two. Um, mm. But having Dawson and Zoom back at centre-half 
gives us a little bit more confidence that maybe we can go and keep a clean sheet, but it's not going to be easy with their attacking players. I think like, I'm looking, last 15 games as well for them, they're 14th and there's only 18 teams in the Bundesliga. <laughs> like, Talk about a team playing for the Europa League. Yeah. I do think the first goal was key. I think as you, if we go one nil down, so it's three one in aggregate. I think we're screwed. Really think we're screwed. Go one nil up, one one. Don't think we're out of it. Like I think the first goal is absolutely huge. Very much like Sevilla. Yeah, I just don't think if we go one nil down in the night, we can come back into it. But after in, in, an, in night, an ideal world, we don't concede in the first minute. That that yeah. make that make it better <laughs> than last week already. But I, um, <laughs> even if we go one 0 down, we have to believe. We we've shown that we can get at them. Yeah, we've shown that, and we've got players that can fully break this team apart. But it, obviously, it it becomes a lot lot harder if you go one down. We know that, but it doesn't really change. It doesn't. If you go one down, it doesn't change the whole perspective of the game. You've got to score two no matter what. Yeah, if you work off that philosophy that you need you know to I mean? score two, it's not so a bad way. You've, you've got to score two no matter what. Two even, and if they do, just got to take it to extra time. So one, I'm not overly worried about. If obviously they score two, it's a completely different story. But we've just got to keep keep playing our football tonight. Keep keep it going wide. Get, I think it. I, I believe it will be four nails and Bowen wide. Hit them in the game. Keep going at them. Mm. Yeah, Kufau, we'll Kress, obviously, Chris will play. I think it'll be Kufal. Keep them bombing on. You just have to keep tight. Ariola's been awesome in the awesome in between the sticks. Hopefully, he has another good game. And obviously, we trust the two at the back. Do you know what I mean? So, I'll be honest. I actually thought the save Ariola made just before the second goal was an absolute world class save. It's just, it's just fallen to the wrong man. Hundred percent. So 100% that's a world-class save. But as we said on the night, the, the luck was so against us last week. Yeah. I didn't think the ref was very good. I, I, I didn't think the ref was bad, actually. No, I thought he was all right. right. He weren't great. To be fair, he weren't as bad as that ref last night, apparently. He was terrible. He was horrific. I fell asleep. I've never seen one person in Casemiro have so many bookable fouls in one game and not I, get booked. I'm on the fan page. And the acca that everyone was on had Casemiro to be booked, yeah. and everyone after it went, "How the fuck?" Like Melissa's paying for my lunch though. She had Real Madrid to uh, win in winning extra time, won her hundred quid. So lunch on Melissa. What are you having? Where, uh, Gino, where, 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 where are we going? Where are we going? What, what time? I'll see you there. Uh, we're going straight after the podcast. Cool. I'll get in the motor. <laughs> I've just realised you've changed location. Where yeah. was that when this happened? My connection was sat right there. He, he was literally walking around with his laptop as we were talking. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea when that happened. Um, does uh, James is talking about Jamie? I'm assuming he blew up early. Arsehole. <laughs> um, I was going to say. What? Aaron, Aaron Portman, Antonio tonight. Got to play well. I'm sick of him. He has to play well. Yeah. I'm, if he I'm doesn't, really... it's going to be a massive struggle because you can't, especially against a team like this that have got the the form, um, like the, their game, like getting through like games like Barcelona defensively. They're 
there can be gotten at, but you need every you can't be carrying anyone, which we have had to be doing with Antonio recently. So he needs to hold the ball up well, bring Bowen into play, bring Fournells into play. Uh, and he's done it in a few games recently, but he's just not been consistent enough. He, he did do it against Leon in the second leg, so hopefully he can reproduce that form. Yeah. Let's let's talk about history and history repeating itself. So last time we played in the European semi-final, we played against Frankfurt in 64, 65, something like that. I thought it was 70s. It was 70s, you're right. 75. 76, 76, wasn't it? Something like that. 70-something. Anyway, um, we were 2-1 down. We do our research. Uh, We should do our research. I'm just too tired. Um, It was the other way around. We did play the um, away leg first last time, but we were 2-1 down after the away leg. And we actually won the home won the home leg, the second leg, 3-1. I've got a feeling history repeats itself tonight. And that night, I, I believe Sir Trev scored two. Or he definitely yes. scored one at least. Um, I, I reckon Sir Declan scores two tonight. Back it. I, I, I fancy 3-1 Sir Deck to at least score one. Do you, to, do you want me to find you some odds if you did that? Go on. I know. I know. On Bet three six five, it was twenty to one earlier for three um, one. But what's? Give me some Declan scores as well. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a three one and Declan to score any time. Go on. You keep talking while I'm doing it. Otherwise, it's going to be very boring. We don't want to keep talking. We're just waiting in suspense. So West Ham three one is twenties. You're right about that. Player to score. Do you want him once or do you want him to score more than once? Give me both. Uh, so, I, I to, so him to score any time, West Ham 3-1 is 190 to 1. Wow. If you want him as a multi-scorer, so two or more, 350. <sighs> Worth a quid. <laughs> I was about to say, he's never bagged a brace in his career. So, no, no, But he did score in the second leg of the last round. Imagine we're 2-1 up. Uh, with a <laughs> and, and, he gets a penalty. and he's a penalty. And he brings Martin Overland to take it. <laughs> <laughs> and he misses Declan's step up. Oh, yeah, and Darryl's not caring that we're about a penalty away from the final. He's like, I can win 350. I can win 350. Probably like that. Watch it. So I'll probably be putting Declan at that point. So hopefully, you'll wake um, him up. You will wake him up. Today. Someone woke like him up I, last like week. I did last week. Yeah, <laughs> him up last week. yeah, I think that's what made him so ill. He was scared. <laughs> he, fi- he finally got to sleep, and then when Bowen hit the bar, I let out the biggest scream. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would love to see Steph's face. Like, it weren't even me and Steph. It was angry. It was Ellie. <laughs> Ellie, Ellie was the one with him at that point. I literally. <laughs> Screamed, slid down off the sofa. <laughs> oh, oh that's brilliant. Um, predictions for tonight. All, I think we all, I think we all sort of agree on the team he's going to play. Yeah, I think it's Ariola, Soufal for me, Dawson, Zuma, um, Masuaku. Uh, <laughs> imagine if he just whacked Masuaku. If Masuaku starts, starts, I will not watch the game. That's, that's bold. I'll just go home. I'll ask this question uh, before you go on. I'll ask this question because obviously Diop is back fit as well and was on the bench on Saturday, Sunday. What's the chance of him going back free? I hope not. 
I don't think so. I don't think he yeah. does it. I think it was more he brought him into the bench just to be precautionary. I think he starts on Sunday, though. I do think he starts Sunday. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. He, I wouldn't even say. I think he okay, starts with Dawson Sunday. Dawson, Diop will be the centre-backs on Sunday. I think they'll rest Zuma on Sunday. Yeah. 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 And you can even, you know, you've probably, it's a good game, but I know we've said about this many times about bringing other like youngsters through. If you're going to bring them in at any point, is that, that's the game to do it. Yeah. I just can't see him doing it now. That's the problem. And if we do get through, which obviously we want to, he's going to have to keep obviously players rested, but you also want to keep players playing. Rest them against Man City. Give Man City the dub. I'd like. I please let Man City win the league because I can't stand Liverpool. I, I'm sort of the other way. I'd rather Liverpool win it. Nah, I fucking hate Liverpool. I think the City's actually bottled it. I, oh, the Champions League. They're, yeah, they're the Tottenham of the Champions League. I can't Liverpool stand it. Liverpool in fantastic in league and cup. I, I think the, the thing is, as you said, if I've I've said for weeks, if anyone's gonna gets out of City to help Liverpool win the league, it will be us. City won't want to come play us. Not if we get through, because we will be resting everyone. But if we get through, I don't want to see Rice. I don't want to see Bowen. I don't want to see Zuma. I don't, I don't want to see any of that first eleven play, pretty much, on that. On that, I was about on that to say, when is the uh, final? It's the... The Wednesday after City. Wednesday the 18th. Yes, yeah, between yeah. City and Brighton. Because that's why... Uh, yeah, we, that's why we asked to move the fixture, which I believe was be asked to move it to a Saturday, in case we get through. But it's been moved from four thirty to two thirty. Yeah, if it had been the Saturday, I'd have been buzzing because I could have gone. Yeah. It's so um, annoying though because they've decided to move all the games to the Saturday. There are no Premier League games on that Saturday because the FA Cup finals that day. Like, just then, cool. why? Why, why couldn't we just have our game? One, why is the FA Cup final in the middle of the season anyway? It should be at the end of the season. Yeah. And two, why can't you just have our game at lunchtime on a Saturday? Yeah. Mm. There's no, there's absolutely no problems with that. We're not, we're not in North London or North West London. We're not near Wembley. Let it be played on a Saturday. But the Premier League again, just if that was a two in hour, if that was Liverpool, yeah, or City on a Wednesday yeah. night Champions League final, that'd be moved to Saturday lunchtime. Yeah, apparently not though, because if you speak to Klopp and that, he's always saying that the fixtures are a joke. Hundred percent, every move to Saturday lunchtime. Hundred percent. But there you go. Um, right, predictions, James. If you're still on, give me a prediction now. I can see your messaging. So um, he is. He is no longer here. He has. He's no longer here. here. Oh, fair enough. Bye, James. Oh no, he's there. You go. It's saying, saying zero viewers, but he's obviously. One nil after ninety minutes, Bowen goal. If it's one nil, I'll be so nervous. You know what? I really hope it doesn't go to extra time because I've got to pick Eddie up at ten o'clock ish. <laughs> That'll be start walking home from London. It'll be phone on with the football while I'm going, and then as soon as I get there, she's driving. <laughs> or just call her an Uber. Yeah, yeah. That's not a terrible shout, actually. She'll it's kill you, but it's a, not a terrible shout. It's literally Uber to Stanford. Um, right. Predictions. 1-1. One, one. <sighs> Grow up. I'm, I, I'm a pessimist. You're a nonce. Same thing? Same thing. Scorer. <laughs> uh, 
I think they score first. I'm gonna go for quickly Google in their team. <laughs> uh, left wing back, who I quite rate, uh, Kostic, I believe it is. You rate him so much that you don't know his name. Yeah, more I just don't know who to go for. Go on, Matt. What are you going for? I'm going with my heart and not my head. Two 0 win, Antonio first goal. Come on, come on. <laughs> I'm going 3-1, Antonio. Come on, boys. History repeats itself. And if I call this 3-1, Rice gets two, I want to win the league. Just give me the points. Hang on, let, me, let me figure out your odds. If he gets if it you... right, he wins the predictor league no matter what. I'll get I your odds for 3-1, um, Rice Antonio. to score two or more, and Antonio to score. Antonio to score first. No, any time. All any time. You're looking at nearly a grand, I'm guessing. Thousand to one. So that that if he doesn't back if he doesn't back it with a quid and it comes in, obviously he'll be laughing because the prediction comes in, but he'll also be crying because he could have won a grand. He only wins the predictor league if he has a pound on it. He doesn't. Yeah, that seems fair. Yeah, he's got to actually back it. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think because then at least he then when he wins the money, we'll be like, all right, you're paying for breakfast for all of us. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, 100%. Rounds on Daryl at a cricket club Saturday. Well, yeah, after first league game, if he that, that's to go with his round for his five, though, his round for his 50. <laughs> you are you are clutching at straws now. Oh, he's, he's an all rounder now, isn't he, after last season and he not is. just his waistline. Who's that? Me? I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> not not with this sighter campaign that I've got at the moment. You're going to be batting at six on Saturday, I've heard. Well, I was looking at batting seven, but I've been told I'm too high. So, uh, by is my it, wife, by is my it in the camp. order or being too high because you've been smoking something and you think you should be batting at seven? I was looking, to be fair, though, we've got quite a long towel. So, I think you're going to be at 11. Me, <laughs> me, Dave. Me, DDJ, Jamie, Chuckers and Chris Hammer are all sort of bowlers that bat a little bit. Hammer got a golden. He's not entitled yeah. to bat up the order. So you're all like... And then even Skits hasn't batted a lot. So you, you sort of are... We are sort of a, a couple of batsmen, but we'll see how it goes. Hmm. Yeah, so even if I, I play... I feel yet, like so we've got off topic now. Yeah, but there you go. Um, are we done? Yeah, I think we're good. done. Yeah. Excellent. Um, look, enjoy tonight. I, I take it used to you're going down a pub, Matt. Uh, I think so. Yeah, can't enjoy we'll it. See. Can't enjoy it and have a few beers. Don't cry um, at the end. Fingers crossed, boys. And to those of you, obviously, not probably many are going to be watching this now, but to those that are out, are out in Frankfurt, be careful and enjoy every minute of it. And um, hopefully, we uh, we get a result. Should we? Uh, we won't. We, let's see if we do one tomorrow or not. If if we get a result, we'll 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 jump on and do um, a review and then quickly talk about Norwich. If not, we'll we'll do one next week before the City game and um, we'll talk about Jamie's best mate Mark Noble and his career at West Ham. So, mm. last thing to say from all of us is thanks for watching and come on your irons. Come on your irons. Come on you irons. Come on you irons.